What string should you use? And what tension should you string your racket at? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm Brian Lutz of Backhand City. Well, today we're going to talk about tennis strings. And you really have four major areas of string, including the string gauge, which has to do with the size of the string itself. So let's start with string gauge. Typically, strings are between 15 and 17. It can go as even high as 18 gauge. 15 would be thicker. Think about like a rope in your head as a metaphor. The thinnest would be like floss. Now, they're not going to be that drastic, but I'm using those metaphors so you can get a feel for it. That 15 gauge is going to be thicker and the 17, 18 gauge string is going to be thinner. So if you're a string breaker, you might want to go towards the thicker 15 and 16 gauge string. If you're looking for more performance, you want to spin the ball and you want greater feel and you want the string bed to bite into the felt of the ball, you're going to want to go with a smaller string gauge. Now, there's four types of strings that you can consider purchasing when you go to the tennis store. Number one, the best performing string available is still to this day, natural gut. It's made from beef cow and it's spun and put into tennis rackets. It's very expensive. It can run you about 45 bucks a string. So if you're a string breaker, gut might not be the choice for you. Your second and most affordable alternative, it's synthetic gut. This is great for the recreational player. It's pretty durable. It feels good. And it's really low cost. You can get synthetic gut for under $10 a, a string job. Uh, one of the more popular strings is multifilament. Multifilament is exactly what it sounds like. It's technology uh, with all these particles or pieces of matter put together to simulate natural gut. Obviously, it's a fraction of the cost, and it tends to be have the feel of natural gut. Now, it's not going to be the same, but it's marketed to be a low-cost, effective alternative to natural gut. Um, it's some people, depending on your level of play, if you're more novice or recreational, I would go towards this thing, get synthetic gut. You can try out the multifilament, but at your level, I'm not sure you're going to really feel the difference in strength. Uh, a lot of pro players, Division I college players, and big hitters will fall into our last category, which is polyester or Kevlar stringing. Uh, these are very strong strings. They tend to be very rigid. Think of like flexible barbed wire in your string. So these are for people who have very big swings, want to swing super aggressive, and put a lot of, of uh, power onto their shots. If you have any kind of arm problems, I'd be very cautious with using a polyester or Kevlar string. If you do decide to go that route because you want to try it, I would go 10, 20% lower than the recommended tension. String that thing up really loose. And if you want to hedge your bet, you could do what's called a hybrid string. You could put polyester in there and then you could mix it with synthetic gut or even natural gut, depending on what your budget is. Let's talk a little bit about string patterns. I know a lot of students ask me about string patterns. 
what does it mean? What's right for me? There's two types of string patterns. Um, depending on your racket, there's 16 by 19. And if you just hold your racket straight up in front of you, like a stop sign, 16 would, it, would be the main strings that come down vertically on your racket. And the horizontal strings would be the 19 in your string. So typically there's two sets of strings they'll use, uh, depending on the stringer. Sometimes they'll just use one, depending how they string it up, but that's the pattern. The more popular and more stable string pattern is 18 by 20. Uh, again, 18 vertical, 20 horizontal. This is more stable. You're gonna get more product on the ball, which is gonna give you more of a stable feel. Now, here's the biggest thing I think to think about when you're stringing your racket. And this really depends on your own individual playing style is what string tension should you use and tell your stringer to put in there? Now, the first thing you can do is, again, is look at the manufacturer recommendations. It's usually somewhere on the frame, typically near the throat of the racket or on the inside, on the edge of the frame, on the hitting area. And typically the string tension will be, say, between 52 and 62 pounds. Now, the lower the tension, the more of a trampoline feel. So imagine you're jumping up and down on a really flexible trampoline. And let's just say metaphorically, the trampoline is set to 50 pounds. That's going to give you more power. And it's going to give you the ability to elevate your body higher when you're jumping up and down on the trampoline. So in this metaphor, you're the tennis ball. The higher the tension, the trampoline is set to 60 pounds. And you can't jump as high because the trampoline, a.k.a. the string bed, is more tense, has more tension. So if you have a higher uh, pound when you string your racket, you're going to have to swing harder to create power. So this is a big thing with your playing style. Let's go back to that polyester example. If you're a big hitter, we're encouraging people and, and stringers to do this to really string it loose because it's tough on your arm and you want a little bump so you don't have to hit kill yourself swinging at the ball. If you're a recreational player, just buy something, some synthetic gut for 10 bucks, put it in there and go mid-range. So if the manufacturer calls between 51 and 61, go 55, 56. You need a benchmark to start from. Then from there, you'll get a feel for it. Did I like that? Do I want it a little bit looser? Do I want it a little bit tighter? Now realize over time, if you just went and strung your racket and stuck it in your trunk of your car and you left it there for two weeks, it's going to naturally lose tension. Okay. As you're playing with it, it's going to lose tension as you play as well. So you might strung it at 56 and after two or three weeks, it's going to lose some of its tension. One of the things you're going to look for too in the string is how much does it move around in your frame? Again, for recreational players, this isn't a big deal for people who are bigger hitters. If they want the string to snap back and stay in order, you're going to want to go towards that polyester or Kevlar. Now, one thing also you want to consider when you're buying string is labor. Labor to install the string by your stringer is typically between $10 and $20 a racket. So let's go on the high end. Let's say you're deciding to go all out and get natural gut. You can end up spending $45 bucks for, the, for the string, and you could spend between $10 and $20 for the labor. So you could be out quickly, 60, 65 bucks. Uh, for the recreational player who just wants Prince synthetic gut, you can get that for probably around $10 or under. 
then another 10 bucks for, for the labor, you should spend somewhere around the low 20s for a string job. So I hope that's helped you understand the importance of finding the string that's right for you, because I think people tend to put a lot of effort into finding the right racket, but they kind of skip over the stringing and just throw anything in there. And I get it. They don't really understand string. So I hope that sheds some light on your decision and helps you cost effectively find the string that's right for you. Well, thanks for listening to Find Your Aha Moment. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast. And I will see you soon. I'm Brian Lutz for BackhandCity.com. That's when push comes to show. I knew it all along